you know, there was one time where I, I can't remember exactly what was going on or what we were doing in my house, but my sister said something so asininely stupid <laughs> that all I could say to her was that you never cease to amaze me. And shout out to Betty. You know I love you, but you say some dumb shit even still to this day. And when you were a teenager, it was worse. But we're gonna move past that because we we weren't supposed to joke in this podcast. Yeah, we, st- we started to open it up with a podcast. Thing. My bad. But uh, I'm referring to you know, my just th- that term being you know your amazement coming to you know a cease and the the uh, the judicial system in this country is never going to cease to amaze me it never is uh the improprieties the disproportionate sentences between race you know wealth class wealth brackets and such uh, you know we see it all the time we see it all the time you know <clears throat> you know uh, i used to think that it was strictly between wealth brackets but even down to the most poorest of people it comes down to shade it comes down to shade bro it comes down to bloodline it comes down to to orientation comes down to connections not who you know i mean not what you know who you know and it's 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 a real thing and a case that was recently brought to my knowledge, uh, more you know, recently I'll say through social media. I want to say I saw it yesterday, if not today. Um, and then when I got here, your wife B mentioned it to us and told us we should discuss it and that we should check out the documentary which we watched about which the we first, did watch it. We watched about the first half hour of. We're not gonna embellish and say we watched the whole ninety minutes. No, but that that was the documentary that they were screening. At a panel discussion. And the rest was that. that the the rest discussion. was just a panel discussion. So we saw the. So we saw es- essentially what they okay. put out. Okay. So we saw the documentary then. Okay. Um, and essentially it's uh, a case based up on feelings instead of facts. And and a, money. And money. And money. That, that That's a fact that was ignored. And the facts that they do have were ignored. It, it seems so to speak. Uh, you have the people who built this case. A few of them were convicted of felonies themselves and now doing time. Uh, it's, it's a shit show all around, man. But what it leaves me with mostly is that, you know, there's a black man in Texas who on November 20th may be executed for crimes that he, a crime that he made, that he didn't commit, that he may not have committed. And not knowing about it until, you know, what I saw in that documentary, I want to say there's at least a compelling argument to reopen the case in a retrial. So there's there's two aspects to this podcast. There's the fact-based, and then there's going to be just our opinion on certain things that I want to ask you. Fact-based, all the facts align with the story that this woman's boyfriend, which is the cop that you see on the right hand of the screen, murdered her. And for about five to six hours, she was laid face down where her blood cells accumulated at at lividity. And you know what's crazy? I don't mean to cut you off. I've heard that term so many many times between all the procedural cop shows, the many law and orders and its spinoffs, NCIS and its many spinoffs, 
uh, criminal minds, whenever the uh, forensic pathologist or whatever, whoever's yeah. doing the body, the medical examiner, they always say that lividity hasn't, hadn't set in yet. So I'll estimate it at this long. Or lividity set in here, here, and there. I never knew what that term meant until we watched that. And we, we learn the words through these, yeah, through these through shows, documentary. but we don't really fucking yeah. look them up. I had never knew them before I watched it. And what that basically means is the blood pooling after you die. And go back to what you said, where you were, with her laying place down. So the cop who was her boyfriend, who was out of the loop in the public eye to the fact that she was having an affair with Rodney Reed. Yes. Who multiple people apparently knew like about. Like that list of like, people that knew. It was like it was about 20 people who. Like, it looked like a fucking Patreon list for Mr. Gigi. <laughs> like that shit had a lot of people. And it seemed like he was completely out of the loop on that. But even if you just look at the fucking. Look at the footage of this guy walking into the court. This guy looks like he fucking did it. Like there's no. There's there's no thinking about that shit. That, but he it, looks like a piece ha- of shit. He looks like it. He was convicted and he went to jail for raping for someone. raping someone who went to him and for help. to help him as a cop. So he is a literal walking piece of shit. If you saw my comedy set, he's that walking piece of shit you see coming down the block that I talked about. That was him and a much fatter piece of shit to go with it. But so while we were watching this documentary, I made reference to something that I don't know if you heard me, but I want to ask you. While we have these microphones hot. I said that this case reminded me of the movie The Hurricane. Remember The Hurricane? No, I didn't hear you. I've only seen The Hurricane once, but I know it's... Denzel. Ruben, what's his name? Ruben Carter? Ruben Carter. Yeah. So, I'm honestly... I've, you know, I've had a few beers. I don't remember if Ruben Carter was on death row. I believe he was. I, I think he was. I know that he was in jail. All I know is he was in jail. I, I believe he was on death row. Because he was accused of killing a few white people. Oh, he was was doing like life without possibility something. So, what what was crazy to me is the fact that after we saw the documentary, B said that he was scheduled to be murdered on the 20th. That's 15 days away. This guy's got two, two weeks one day. And on top of that, he has... All of these celebrities, these news outlets reporting on this. We're talking about it right now. He has a tremendous amount of support. We've seen the power of the media. This is like their international media sources reporting on this. The United States already doesn't have the greatest public relations record with its citizens and its appointed officials. So let let me ask you this. If you were in his position and you were... 15 days from being executed would you want the tease of the possibility of not being executed nigga if i'm innocent hell yeah if i'm an innocent man i'm i'm going down fighting to my last breath bro like i'm not gonna sit there and take it knowing i'm innocent and i feel bad for this man because he's 51 now this happened in 1996 when they said it. Like, they're talking about child. They said 2006 at one point. He was convicted eventually. But essentially, like, this happened in 1996, bro. Like, that's, what, 23 years ago now. And God damn. They just think about that. For 23 years. Because she was 19. They kept saying that, that yeah. she was a 19-year-old. So how old was he? Because he looks old in these fucking he's, trial he's videos. He's 51 now. So 23 years 
he was what nineteen. She was fifty. He's fifty one now. He was twenty. Twenty eight. Close enough. Twenty eight. Nineteen year old girl. Twenty eight year old guy. She's engaged to a police officer that not only is the kind of person that would rape somebody, but the kind of person that would kill someone. The kind of person that would kill someone. So I their mean, own fiance. And I mean, one of the people that you know said that she's coming forward now because she didn't know that what she knew then mattered or that it could have helped, and she didn't speak up. Is that you know she openly knew that this girl was having an affair with this person, admitted to it, and she wasn't excited to be married to this man. So one of the one of the things that I don't I believe you brought it up when we was talking about this before. You mentioned the name Emmett Till. Emmett Till. So, I believe, and we said this before we got on the air, I believe that if this man is executed, he can't be. I believe that if he is executed, it's going, it's going to, I wouldn't say immediately, but there will be a trickle-down effect no, that brings there upon is going civil to be war. an immediate. No, there's going to be an immediate backlash in that state, which is the state of Texas, which really can't handle bad race relations right now. They just barely on that uh the Amber Geiger thing. They were ready, man. I feel like that governor had the state of emergency paperwork and everything drawn up ready to go. Had she have gotten off, they had a problem brewing on the on its own. Right now, you have this going as it is. You have to reopen this. You have to investigate everything else. You can't move forward. You have to right now you have to pull a plug. You have to pull a plug and reinvestigate. You have to. As so in this day, this day in Texas is a it's a red state. I don't know. I don't know red and blue. Like what's blue is blue is Democrat, no? Blue. What are they saying? They wanted a blue wave. Yeah, blues Democrat. Blues Democrat. So it's a red state. These are people that want their guns. Yeah. Want the the wall. Support Trump. For the most part. For the most part. I think that it's gonna. I think it's gonna trickle down to other states. I think it is, but I also think that they can't. You, you, this is out. This is public. This is bigger than just Texas now. This is bigger than just wherever you are in this little shit kicker town. This is way bigger than that. And you now, an international spotlight is gonna be shined on you. And you really don't want what a shit kicker town like this. You have a prosecutor. You have a dirty fucking, uh, a dirty fucking, uh, a uh, a dirty uh, medical examiner, dirty cops out the ass. Do you really want more? That's all on paper. All on paper. Do you really want the skeletons coming out of your closet that you can't control? No. You do this investigation and you go as far as you need to. But you did see the, the people in those robes when they did show that picture. And these are the people that essentially are going to have the nay or, or, or say. They can, but at the end of the day, they have it there. But the federal level could still, no, we say so. Right now, it's still at the state level, the federal level at some point. So if the state the, says they want to execute this man. The Justice Department can step in and say no. So do you think that, let's say the state does say that they want to do it. If Trump steps in and says no. A presidential pardon is what it is. On my word, no. A presidential pardon, that's what it's called. He, president's word goes. 
You remember you remember in 24, every time they were trying to flip a terrorist, they were trying to get the president, all that immunity and all this, the immunity agreements and all that stuff. That's essentially the same thing. The president's word is final in this country. And in the cop, in dealing with the cop, is the cop even charged for that rape? Is he in prison he, right it now? It seemed like, I mean, we had to finish watching that. I think that would have been something that might have been discussed on the panel. Um, but I, it seemed like he was. But the way they were discussing it, it looked like he was walking into trial for that and not for the other things. But, I, like I said, what I say is you have to investigate. Now that the information's out, now that you can no longer contain who sees or views this information, and it's it's gone public, it's gone big. We have Kim Kardashian who's becoming, I don't want to say a social justice warrior, but doing a lot underneath like her the after I want to say trying to use her celebrity to get good karma because her after husband what, believes in Jesus right now. I mean, yeah, I feel like he always did other things. We'll discuss at another time. Uh, but I, I want to say after what happened in Paris, she's been a different person after she got robbed or stuck up. And she knows know. what it's like to be an average person. Now. Yeah, and I mean she's been doing a lot of trying a lot of good to do a lot of good since then. So you know. Kudos to her. You know, you have Meek Mill, who obviously had his situation. He's involved in trying to help out with this thing. Uh, and we know how Meek got fucked by by his judge for things that should have never happened and were unprecedented for a case of that magnitude in Philadelphia. Um, and you also have other celebrities like Rihanna, other people involved. So I think that the magnitude of the popularity is going to get the fact that international media outlets, like I said in the beginning, have already picked this up and started running with it. The U.S. can't look worse than it does to the international public. So let me ask you this final question as we enter the last minute of this podcast. If it comes that day, November 20th, it's November 20th, right? And he gets executed. Who's to blame? Everyone. All parties involved. All parties involved. It seems like one of those law-abiding citizen movie moments where if you wanted to extract revenge on people, you had such a huge list of people to extract revenge on. And everyone's equally guilty there because you have stuff and you have information here that could exonerate this man that all you need to do is reinvestigate it and push the pause button. And if you choose not to, knowing that an innocent man's life is possibly dangling in the balance, you're a fucking piece of shit. A real piece of fucking trash, bro. And with that, you know where to follow us, man. At Bud and Roach.